Rostov, Russia, July 24, 1942. With the German summer offensive of 1942, Operation Blue, Hitler hoped to force a decision on the southern front. In an attempt to complete a large-scale encirclement of the Lower Don, the city of Rostov became the natural center of operations. The initial breach of the outer city defenses had been made by Panzers of the Third and 62nd Corps. The city's center was the battlefield for assault parties and not armored formations. To make matters worse, the NKVD garrison was determined to defend Rostov to the last bullet. Functioning as a reserve guard against possible rebellion, the NKVD troops were familiar with street fighting techniques. To defeat such a determined enemy, the Germans devised a careful plan of attack. The 1st and 3rd Battalions, 421st Infantry Regiment, were divided into three assault companies each. Each company, fighting in line abreast, was to advance down its assigned sector and secure each block therein. In this way, each company could protect its neighbors from flank attacks. ASL Extra episode was last April of 2011. This one's probably going to be posted in January 2012. It's been a little while. I have Mark Woods and Dave Timonen coming over. Mark Woods is a, still might be considered a rookie player. Very knowledgeable though. Really studies the rules well and is never gives up and is strong strategically. And Dave Timonen, lots of experience and also a pretty strong player and they will be playing the penetration of Rostov, ASL Scenario 131. We selected it partly because it's, uh, we should be able to get it recorded in a day rather than doing to the square, which thought was too many counters to be recording uh, for a day like today. We hope to bring that to you in the future. And um, it has some variety. It's got one tank, it's got an infantry gun or two, and a uh, some armored, un unarmored towing uh, cars, half-tracks, the Sudekafez 2s. And the Germans have 16 first-line troops, the two crews to go with the two guns, a 9-neg-1, 9-neg-2, an 8-neg-1. Sorry, make that two 9-neg-1s and an 8-neg-1. A heavy, a medium, and three light machine guns. And then this tank Panzer IV... F1 enters um, on the north edge as for special scenario rule 3. So special scenario rule 3 is the German tank may enter only if a one die roll is made during the German's rally phase. The environmental conditions, board 1, get out board 1 if you're going to follow along. Environmental conditions are moderate with no wind. There are Russians defending. German will move first. The Russians have booby trap capacity level B which can be activated only by a German task check. Russians also have Molotovs. So there's a little variety for you with some Molotovs and booby traps. And we covered uh, Molotovs on an earlier show long ago. You can go back and find that one for more details on Molotovs. The victory conditions here are that the Germans win immediately upon clearing all multi-story buildings of all unbroken Russian MMC, multi-man counters. So the Germans just have to break the Russians to win. They don't have to actually clear the building. It just says clear all multi-story buildings of all unbroken Russian multi-man counters. All right. And there are 11 turns. This is kind of long. We're worried about that today, playing through 11 turns on a ASL Extra. But they win immediately upon reaching the victory condition, so maybe it'll end sooner. Maybe not. The Russians are defending with 10 elite 458 squads and a commissar, 10-0 commissar, 10-0, and a 9-neg-1 leader, 8-neg-1, 8-0 leader, two medium machine guns, four light machine guns, two anti-tank rifles, and 18 concealment con counters. We'll see how the defender plays those out today. Uh, the German, the kindling is not applicable, special rule 4, 
and Special Rule 5, Russians may not bore sight any hex in hex row GG. All right, so the Russians will be setting up on board 1 on or south of hex row BB in building locations with a maximum of two squads per building at setup. Single-man counter support weapons are not restricted, so. It's sniper number six, great sniper number also. Hello, this is Dave T. Um, I am playing the Russians today, and um, I have set up my overall strategy really is to kind of set up a wall at the very beginning, very close to the setup area. Um, I don't have anything in BB6 or BB line, but I am in AA. So the idea here is to try to hold them off a little bit. I've got about four to five squads up in that area and then dispersing um, throughout the rest of the board. So let me run down what I have here. Um, Starting in AA4, I have two dummies. AA7, I have a light with a squad. AA9 is also two dummies. Uh, ZZ, or Z1, two dummies. Z6, two dummies. Z7, two dummies. And then in Z10, I have a squad with a light, so trying to cut off um, any of that open ground movement, anything he would try to do, move up a lot of his squads quickly. Um, and in this building, uh, Y3, I have a squad. Y5, I have a squad with a light. And in X4, same building, I have my commissar. So my hope is if I break here, my commissar will be able to help uh, rally these guys. But I don't think they're going to stay there too long. It depends on how, how, how quickly he moves up. Um, so that's kind of the hope there. With uh, X9, I also have two dummies. And going back on the other side, uh, W1, I have a squad with a light. So kind of looking down the road, if he looks to run down that road, I'll have um, uh, the machine gun, the help in that arena. Um, and in V2, I have two dummies. And U8, I have a squad and my ATR. So if he's running down the road somewhere, I can be secret and maybe hit him on the side or the back. Uh, we'll just see, I suppose. In that same building, a T7, I have a 9 neg 1 leader. So hopefully he's close enough to a lot of the squads on that right-hand side to rally anybody who breaks if they do. Coming back over to S1, I have a squad with my medium. So the kind of hope there is to also protect that road, but also with... Uh, a little heavier firepower. Um, coming back to C3, I have a squad with an ATR. When Dave says C, he means Q, row Q. Uh, C6458, uh, another squad. And coming over to P8, I have a squad with my medium. Again, kind of looking down the road, um, looking to see if anything Big is coming down so I can protect any of these last remaining buildings on the board. Uh, finally, I have uh, in N4, I have one 8 liter. And in L7, I have a dummy. And K4, I also have a dummy. So to kind of force them to come all the way down here to flush those guys out if he's counting. Two dummies per hex. Yeah, two dummies per hex. Correct. Yeah, both L7 and K4. And that pretty much uh, rounds out my setup. Let's hope it works. We'll see. All right, this is Dave Kleinch, but again, neutral commentator. Um, I think that Dave's setup does a nice job of getting uh, the areas that Mark will want to move through in the open shut off with uh, machine gun fire or infantry fire. So that could be good. That could force Mark to slow down. We'll see if that works for Dave. Uh, Dave's commissar in the big building, the factory type of building, but it's not actually a factory. X2, X3, X, you know, that building. Good. Having the commissar in the center 
well protected, but I don't know if he's got enough intention to get the rest of his troops in there with it and make that a strong point or not. It seemed like two squads with that commissar is just not enough to hold that building. Of course, he had to set up with no more than two squads in a building anyway, so it seemed like the rules were not going to let Dave make that a mega defensive position uh, at the start of the game. But he didn't talk about moving people into it, which he could have done if he put someone in V4, V5, who could then move directly into that building. Someone from V2 move up into the building on his first movement turn. I didn't hear Dave talk about a like a line, like no one passes this line. I kind of like the line in the middle of the board in Q. Setting up in Q, three, four, five, six, those guys can route back a hex, uh, route back to N5 building and not get picked off through the center. So I was, thought if the Russians could hold around building S1 and building P7, those would hold the flanks and then the guys from the center can fight, rally back up from P3 to go forward or uh, without getting shot at. That's a nice little spot to rally up in. Instead, he has his 8-0 in N4, which also could work if the guys break and leave the buildings. Uh, problem is they might be adjacent to enemy by that time. So anyway, I don't know. I like the line around Q to make that as a final defensive stand Hearing Dave not say that, he also did not put a squad like way back in F1 covered with a concealment counter and saying, come and get me. And so Mark's going to be counting the Russian infantry units, I'm sure. When he gets to 10, he'll know he doesn't have to go back and clean out anyone else to make sure he's broken. All good order Russians in a multi-story building, as he needs to do. Uh, I like, kind of like Dave's machine guns placed the mediums to cover the roads, they got a long shot down there. That could be a hindrance, even at a half shot beyond 10. Well, they don't really go beyond 10. I mean, you go out 10 hexes, and he's still in full 4 neg 2 range, uh, effect, fire effect stuff. So eh, I kind of like it in some way, but I, I think he doesn't have a final stand position. We'll see if that affects him or not. I'm going to get down, Mark down here and see what he says about his attack and I'm going to cover up the rest of Dave's counters with concealments. I'm Mark, and I'm playing the German side of the penetration of Rostov. And looking at the board, uh, the German—I'm sorry—the Russians have a. Uh, you have pretty well defended buildings from, from the front of the board up at uh, row CC all the way back to row K. And Dave's in a position where it looks like he can continue falling back. So one of my concerns is that I'm going to have to run all the way to the end of the board in 11 turns, which means I'm going to have to average about three hexes per turn in movement. So I can't waste a lot of time setting up and, and firing. Um, I, I need to keep some of my troops moving continually. The... Dave's defense is concentrated heavily at the front, so I'm expecting it to have heavy casualties there. One of the things I'm really concerned about is how to make best use of the infantry howitzers I have. I'm going to start out with them being towed, my 150 being limbered. And of course, that means I'm not going to be able to use them until the second turn, which is probably going to increase the, the casualties I take in that first turn as I, uh, as I have to engage Dave before I can even uh, get my howitzers in place to start... Uh, to, to either start laying shells in some of the buildings or at least uh, laying smoke to prevent, uh, protect my troops as they move forward. So starting over uh, on the left side of the board at GG10, uh, I've got my units stacked. I'm, I'm just doing that way to bring them on board. I'm going to be moving them individually, hoping to draw fire. Um, but I've, I've generally got two, four, six, sevens in each hex uh, going across the, the width of the map. Uh, and I've concentrated my firepower over on the, over on the left-hand side. I'm starting out with a a 9-neg-2 liter uh, stacked with a 467 and a medium uh, machine gun in a dismantled state, um, as well as an, another uh, squad with a light machine gun. Uh, next to them, uh, three squads with a light machine gun, then another 9-neg-1 uh, liter with a dismantled heavy machine gun in a squad. Um, uh, bringing in my infantry howitzers, 
on the road hexes in the, the middle of the map. Over on the right-hand side, there's more, uh, a little more terrain to work with. There's, there's some woods there, some unoccupied buildings. So over there, I'm just concentrating my four, six, seven squads with a couple of uh, leaders, a 9-neg-1 and an 8-1, planning to move up into that building where I can fire uh, in a relatively protected status on, uh, on some of Dave's positions. So over in GG-7, I've got a four, six, seven squad with a light machine gun. In GG-6, I've got my armored vehicle towing a limbered uh, 150 howitzer with a crew on board. And next to them in GG5, I've got my uh, an, another armored vehicle towing the 75 howitzer in the uh, setup position there. So in GG5, I've got another armored vehicle pulling the 75 howitzer, again with the crew on board the vehicle. In GG4, I've got three 467 stacked. Again, I'll be moving those separately. In GG3, 2467 with a 991 leader. In GG2, I've got 2467 squads. And then in GG1, 2467s with an 891 leader. Well, I had not recorded my response to Mark's setup, and so what I'm thinking is Mark's got that 992 out there in the open. I don't know what he's doing out there. I would keep him over by the woods. He's going to try and move through that open ground on his left, Dave's, the Russian's right flank. Looks awful tricky to me. He did roll for his tank, so he could use armored assault, but still, you know, um, I would probably push up that woods area and take a turn doing that instead of going for the open ground and trying to, he actually was going to try and get into close combat with an audacious charge across the open ground. We'll see. Maybe it'll work out, you know, make some morale checks, use up his first fire, subsequent fire, final protective, and you're in. And then in the middle, I think his plan for his vehicles and guns are fine. I'm not real good with those myself. Uh, I would pull them up and start laying fire in and then load them back up onto a vehicle, tow them to a new position later. There are 11 turns. And on the right flank, looks fine. He should easily be able to maneuver those troops through that area behind the woods, get into those buildings. It sounds like the right plan to me. And he can lay fire in the next turn, assault move across the road, maybe even get some smoke from those guns, and the tank, which he did get now on turn one. So back to the game. We'll get back to you after they play a round or two. Well, this is going a lot slower than I than I was hoping it would. My left flank is moving forward, but at a much slower pace than I had originally expected. Now, Dave was heavily fortified there, and I expected it to be kind of tough going. But unfortunately, the way the rolls have been working, I've, um, I've a lot of my squads are breaking. I think I've only had one that's failed in ELR and one that got uh, half squatted, uh, but they're nowhere near maintaining a, an average pace of three hexes per turn. Uh, it's taken me up to this point to even get close to securing one building, um, which is not near the pace I need to maintain. Although, I, I am looking better on the left flank now with, uh, with some heavily stacked groups over there, a lot of firepower on that left flank side. So hopefully the next couple of turns will, uh, will start to go a little better. The guns have not played uh, nearly the role I thought they would at this point in the game. The only thing they've really done is, uh, through, target, uh, through area acquisition, preventing Dave from entering buildings that I was trying to keep him out of. So it's, it's probably been mildly frustrating for him. So during this, these first few turns, my focus on the left flank has been acquiring the Z7 building, which I still have not quite secured. Dave still has a, a single squad. Yeah, it looks like two squads, actually, that are in that building, although I'm in a position now with uh, some heavily, heavy firepower nearby the building in uh, Z8, in AA, eight and uh, BB seven to start moving into that building in the next turn. These are my positions on the left flank at the moment. I have a nine neg one leader with a half squad um, first line troop in the woods hex in Z10. Over in Z8, I've got a four, uh, four six seven squad with their light machine gun uh, preparing to enter the uh, Y8 building and engage in close combat. And then over on the right flank in the Z roll, I've got two four six sevens in Z one, and another four six seven in the woods hex in uh, Z uh, zero, uh, trying to 
flush out Dave's position over there at X0 uh, to see what he's got uh, revealed under the hidden counter there. Moving backwards, uh, again over on the left-hand flank, in building AA9, I've got a 467, and then there's a CX to squad in there with the heavy machine gun, uh, trying to bring that forward again into the Z7 building. In AA8, I've got a 467 squad with their light machine gun. In AA, the AA5 stone building, I've got two 467 squads, and in AA4, I've got a 467 with their 9-neg-1 leader. In the BB-8 wood building, I've got a 9-neg-2 leader with a broken squad carrying a dismantled medium machine gun. I need to get that uh, squad rallied and get that uh, machine gun mantled so again I can bring it forward and start moving Dave out of some of these buildings. In BB-7, I have a good order 467 squad. In CC-8, I've got my tank, which right now is facing uh, the Z-7 building. Um, I probably need to start moving that up again now that I've gotten Dave out of the forward positions of that building. And in uh, CC-7, I've got another 467 squad with a light machine gun. And then over in the Woodsax DD-2, I've got a, a broken, uh, two broken squads, 467s, with an 8-nag-1 leader uh, waiting to rally them in my next rally phase. My 150 gun is unlimbered and in F5 pointing down the uh, the hex towards the building in W1 and my 75 millimeter howitzer is co-located in F5 again pointing down uh, the road towards the building in W1. Mark meant FF not F for the placement of the guns. The two unarmored vehicles I split up just so Dave couldn't take them out in a single shot, and those are now in GG6 and GG5. Just kind of leaving them back there, seeing if I'm going to need them for towing later in the game. Uh, for now, I'm thinking of trying to manhandle those two guns down the roads. All right, neutral commentary by Dave. Uh, Mark has acquired that W1 building with one of those infantry guns, and that's kept Timonen out of it. He's also acquired a Hex X5 with area fire. Again, it kind of helps prevent Dave from going in there. The tank had acquired the nose of the building in AA7 with a neg one, and then that squad broken left. So I think Mark did miss an opportunity to advance in one phase. I think it was turn two, he sat in BB4 and did not advance into AA4 uh, and AA5, thinking he was afraid to get shot at, I think. So that's allowed Timonen to skulk a lot. And Dave's Timonen's skulking's been working well. His covering of the fire lanes has been, not, you know, official fire lanes, but like uh, open ground areas with his guns, have machine guns and infantry shots have helped hinder Mark's movement. Mark didn't double time on the right flank in his first move, which would have moved him quicker up through those open areas around CC1, CC2, and so on. But now Mark's finally in a position. I think it's a turn too late. Mark said so too. He wished it was a turn earlier to be where he's at right now, which isn't too bad. As you can see, the Germans are all set around the Z and AA hex rows getting ready. And I, otherwise, I think Mark... Uh, thought about overrunning with a tank at one point, or not overrunning, but uh, doing a vehicle bypass freeze move, but there are the Maltoffs that hindered him from doing so. And at this point, it's been a lot of skulking for the Russian, and we'll go to see what Dave Timonen thinks at the end here of turn three. Hello, okay, right now, um... My strategy seems to be paying off so far, although there's a lot coming in at me. Um, I have a few things still from my setup, which luckily um, seemed to pan out okay. However, I did have, uh, where I had my squad in building Z7, uh, that one finally broke. He had, he had too much coming along there, and that guy finally broke. Okay, so in building Z7, I still have uh, two dummies in Y8. 
Um, I believe he's going to be coming in here soon with a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, because that one squad broke, it currently resides in X7 uh, with a light machine gun. So I'm going to have to get something up there to rally him back. Going over to W9, I do have a light and a squad still there. So that on the right flank has been holding him pretty well in check, at least for the moment. Uh, he had a lot of firing at it, and he did make morale, so everything looked good there. Um, going back to the big building, um, I still have my Commissar X in X4. He's he's a uh, question mark, so that's good. Um, I also have in Y3, I have a light and a squad, and they are also question marks still, so that I was able to keep concealment on them. Uh, Y4, I have a 458. Um, squad in Y5 I have dummy counter so he doesn't quite know where my dummies are which is a good thing um, and so though in, in that Wi-Fi there were two dummies okay so going over a little to the left hand side in X0 I believe that is um, I have two dummies there as well um, they held off his 12 shot that last turn uh, of course it was halved so I'm kind of holding that flank a little bit more so, I'm up. going back to V0, I have a squad there as well with a light, and they are trying to hold as much as they can, anything else that comes across. Unfortunately, in W1, he's got uh, a Neg 2 acquirement from his big infantry guns there, so it is keeping me out of that uh, hex. Going back to V2, which that was two dummy stack as well, hasn't moved much. I've uh, been kind of moving it around just to make them think there's something there. Um, in U2, I have a light and a squad. So they'll be able to cut off this left flank if they go out in the open open ground. And they're also concealed. So that's good. He doesn't know what's there. Um, I did run back two dummy stacks. Um, basically from X10, I believe, and W10, somewhere in that time frame. Uh, are the, those hexes. I ran them back to T9 and S10. Um, so I was able to get those through without revealing anything. So he doesn't know if those are anything or not. So that's kind of holding the right flank a little bit, um, keeping him back. Um, going to V7, I have a leader there. I got to get him into um, that X7 space where I have that light and um, squad they need to rally back. And then, of course, in U8, I have a squad and a light. Or, or uh, ATR, I'm sorry. So I don't know if his tank's going to come down here anytime soon, but if it does, I'll, I'll be ready for him. And then everything else uh, on the back has pretty much remained. I have not moved them too much from where they are at from the setup. And that's about it. So my, my plan here is to, uh, you know, I was a little worried about... Um, staying up in these buildings thus far. Um, so far it's paying off, but I, I can't get too greedy. I think what I need to do is fall back on this next turn of mine. Yeah, I think Dave's D is holding very well with, he, with, he, with the skulking he, and keeping his concealment very, very wisely. Let's see if he tries to hold with that commissar in that main middle building. Be cool to see if that ends up getting surrounded and uh, Mark keeps pushing down the flanks or not. He said he was going to try and fall back this next turn. I'm going to bet he doesn't. Uh, we'll see what he does, though, in the next two or three turns. This is Mark again. I, I feel like I'm picking up the pace, but still not moving as quickly as I need to be. I've got Dave pushed back to row V at this standpoint. Um, but given we've only got another uh, uh, two, four, six turns here, I, I really need to be pushing them back faster. I, um, I'm, I'm happy with where I've, uh, where I've got my big guns positioned now. They're moving much farther down the road. I'm starting to make more effective use of the, the tank. Um, having just won a, a, a critical hit in a building against Dave, although he managed to survive it. In, in general, though, I, I need to find a way to pick up the pace, and one of the things I'm going to have to think about over this next week is what I can do strategy-wise to, to, to do that. So here's my positions at the moment. In 
I have my uh, tank in W8 facing towards the building in uh, in U8. And that was where I'm going to step into Mark. I guess we don't normally do that, but and that's where he had the critical hit U8. But all it did was break a squad. And there was a close combat in X9. You want to read off what's left in there? So in X9, I I stacked up on Dave so I could win that spot and get rid of him. And at this point, I've got a, a 468, which was created through a battle hardening in a another encounter, carrying a heavy machine gun, a 467 carrying a light machine gun, a 467 picking up the light machine gun that uh, Dave ended up leaving behind when his squad was killed, and then a 9 neg one leader. So obviously I'm going to be splitting those up in the next turn and, uh, and starting to move them down the left flank. In Y10 I have my 9 neg two leader standing on its own, and then in Y9 I've got a 467 carrying a now mantled medium machine gun. In the stone building at Y8 I've got a 467 carrying a light machine gun and a half squad has uh, picked up the prisoners. Uh, they came from which hex? The prisoners X7 adjacent by that light machine gun. Yep. The prisoners came out of, in a battle in X7. Yeah. Dave got in there and he couldn't uh, route because he would be interdicted, of course, so he had to surrender. Mark took the surrendering squad. And in Y7, I have a 467 squad. In Z6, I have a 447 carrying a light machine gun. And then my unarmored vehicle is currently towing a limbered Y6, a limbered uh, 150 howitzer in hex Y6. And the stone building at um, at X4, I now have a 149 hero, along with a 9 neg 1 leader and four 467 squads. Um, I'm overstacking them, but they're in the middle of the building, not planning on doing any shootings. So. And Mark, I have a question about that. You could have advanced those, correct, into W5 and W4? Right. Now, if you did that, you'd be in a position to make Dave prep at you, see, because he's concealed over there across the street. By you being in the middle, he's free to kind of move. You won't be able to get defensive shots at him. I was just wondering why you wanted to stay in the middle. I'm trying to remember what my thinking was there, Dave. I think at the time I I was, I had a broken troop I needed to rally, and that's why I chose not to advance into W5. Okay, I, and I, you're certainly you're safe. He can't prep and break you. Right. That's, so it's defensively okay. Part of the group had uh, gotten there by routing into that building. In fact, that's exactly what happened. I'd had a, a group break over in Y1, and so I'd routed them into that center hex oh, to right. be at the leader. And he rallied immediately, and then right. he still could have advanced because he was rallied before you. No, it was the end of the German move, yeah. Right. right. Okay. So, um, and then continue across. Please. And then over in X0, I've got a broken 467 and a good order 468 uh, sitting in the woods hex. And back in Z1. Going back to Z1, I've got a 467 in the wood building there. And in Z3, I've got an 8 neg 1 leader with a 467. In Z6, I've got a 467 with a light machine gun. My 75mm uh, howitzer is currently sitting on CC4, pointing down towards W1. He tried a shot at V2 or V1. I think it was at V1. And yeah, we, barely didn't make the. the it was line just clipping the corner of a building there. So. But he, he was pushing him down the road, right, last turn. Right. And, and then I've got my, uh, my, one of my vehicles here, my remaining unarmored vehicle in DD4. And what is your strategy from here or plan? Well, I may have to think about that, Dave. Somehow yeah. I have to come up with a way to pick up the pace. I, I tried to get a little more aggressive that last turn, and, and in a couple places at Cosby and a couple places it worked. And you've eliminated two squads. Right. Total, right? So he's down to eight. You've only lost maybe I've lost one. A, I've lost a half squad a half. And, and gone down in class with another. But I've had two get yeah. battle hardened, so they went off. Yeah, so your force is still pretty strong. You may be able to move quicker then from here on out. We'll right. see. Um, you haven't been using smoke from the howitzers or the tank yet. From the howitzers the tanks, I, I tried doing it with one of my troops and I enrolled a six. Yeah, for the which, infantry, which smoke. did be no good. But now that I've got these battle hardened troops with the um, with the two exponent for smoke, I might try to do more uh, yeah. troop smoke. And your tank is in a position to lay some smoke. To start laying smoke down as well. Block line of sight from these guys on the left flank, right. and that would help the nine neg one uh, X nine group cross to the woods or 
you know, back to the right. The tank provides cover to cross. Right. So you may be able to make a quick move on your left flank next yeah, I'm thinking with that smoke number of nine in the tank. I want to start using that with my next turn. Yeah, it could really help on that side. And then your right side now looks a little weak. It's funny how it switched. Remember, your right side was strong. The right now side was so much stronger. Now right. it's a seesawing. But you're making progress, so... And it's a, remember, it's immediate victory as soon as you break the last Russian squad. Right. So, anything else we should add now before we go into turn six next week? Not that I can think of. All right, then we'll pick up next week in turn six. Thanks, Dave. And Timonen's got in V1, 458, and a light. V2. Four, five, eight, and a medium, concealed. U, three, two concealments, two dummies. And V, four, two dummies. And T, four, a four, five, eight. T, seven, four, five, eight, medium, concealed. S, four, uh, the commissar, concealed. S, nine. Oh, <laughs> thanks for turning the mic around, Dave. S, nine, two dummies. R3, 458 with a broken light and concealed in the street there. R7, broken, 458, ATR, 9 neg 1 liter, concealed. C3, 458, ATR, concealed. C6, 458, concealed. P7, two concealeds. Your dummies, N4, leader, and uh, concealed, K4, the two dummies, and L7, the two dummies. So in effect, Dave, you've got your whole um, defense really in f on line C or further up. Is line C going to be your final um, holding them there line? or I, I think it really matters um, what his next move is going to be. So I'm going to try to hold what I can here. I think I have enough cutoff points where he's got to move a lot in the open and um, hopefully that should help protect me but I'm a lot of I'm, I'm really worried he's got a lot of stuff coming so if he plays it smart and there's only so much I can fire so I, I think I've lost two squads and one's broke so if that one comes back which it should on my next rally um, I should at least be able to hold off another maybe two turns here but that brings us to turn eight so he's still got Four more turns thereafter yeah, to I, take all these buildings. So I'm really going to have to fall back um, depending on what happens here. Yeah, and you really are making it difficult with that light machine gun here in V1 and the medium and squad in V2. I, that, right. I thought that might be dummies still. I kind of lost sight of what that was. Yeah. That's tough for him to get these squads on your left flank over at all. Right. Center, you're rather weak on, but uh, so what? You know, he's going to have to cross the street there. And the right flank, you've got that open area covered in V8, V9, W10, especially from R7. Yep. And a little from T7. And, of course, there's nothing in S9, but he doesn't even know that. Right. So, and and, he, and that one has the least covering fire anyway. Correct. So, it's a nice job of setting, uh, covering up your lanes, covering up any... Funny you said the term open ground. It's a big yep. city block, but it seems like there's a lot of open ground, doesn't it? Right. That he's going to have to suddenly hit. Um, his avenue down through the buildings, V7, U8, T7. He's not really set up to come down there strongly. Of course, his stack on the right in X9 could leap through that hex with that tank, take advantage of the plus one cover there. Um, we'll see if he moves that one to your right or try and go through the woods and open ground. Yeah, if he spreads out quite a lot, um, <clears throat> he's got a lot of squads. I, I can't cover that many. As long as he doesn't move in stacks and, and avoids the resid, he should have no problem coming down, but so, so having 11, worries me. Having 11 turns, yeah, maybe a little too much or a little yeah. too few. Yep. And we're, yeah, it's going to be, uh, we may end up taking all of them, especially if you fall back with a couple squads at the end. Right. And make a little run. All the way back to building E4. Right, and go you know, upstairs and run around or and something. Just, yeah, and make him be moving on the last turn. Yeah. Getting down to a few die rolls. Right. Interesting to see. He hasn't been using smoke much. He's got it with these tanks and these artillery pieces. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, if he's smart, he'll start opening up with smoke on that tank, and I think he's going to. 
the artillery, infantry, howitzers, you know, he hasn't got them in position yet much to do too much with smoke. They're a little slower moving, but... But if he if he leaves a lot of smoke, then it gives me more chance to to run away too. So correct, yeah. Well, it'll be gone. Well, if he lays it in prep, it'll last all the way through his next uh, prep, right? right. So, so you would be able to move behind the screen. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of Double kind edged. of a gamble. I don't know. Yeah. It depends on how much open ground he's got to move through. So right, being a to do it. being yeah. a fallback game makes that smoke. Uh, yeah, it definitely makes it more difficult to use. Especially if he cuts off some choke points that he wants to move behind it. Right. Then you can move behind it. And then run away. As opposed to just throwing it, for example, in Z4 to assault the building in Y4. Because that is clearly just an assault position to lay in smoke. Already covered by building cover, so it wouldn't matter having smoke in there in front of it. Interesting thought. Yep. So next time, next week we finish? Yep. All right. Thanks Sounds for good. Going. Yep. Uh, we just noticed, of course, the, the stack in R7 had the broken squad with the ATR. Uh, Dave accidentally put the concealed leader on top. So, of course, broken guys there can't be broke, uh, can't be concealed there. So he will know that that lane is not covered to W10 by the uh, squad, making it easier for him to get you on the right flank for sure. So, well, again, once again, we'll see you later. <laughs> All right, we're back to playing. It's a week later, and we're at the end of turn six. And Mark Woods has a German and U10, a four six seven, a five, uh, medium machine gun, open ground there, and he has a four six seven in T9 with a captured light machine gun. His tank is in T8, covered arc F8, R R8, facing forward. With dispersed smoke, he laid it last turn six. Covers move with the smoke dispenser and a f in W9, four six eight, uh, heavy, a four six seven with a light, a nine neg one and a nine neg two. They all just rallied up real well last turn. U8, a four four seven with a light, UCX, and a four six seven. V7. 467 with a light. There's an unpossessed Russian light machine gun in YX7. Mark has a Y8, a 247 half squad with some prisoners, a full squad. He has rolled his gun up and unloaded it and unlimbered it in X6. Covered arc V6. The vehicle and the crew and the gun are all in that hex. In W6, he has a 467. W5, a 9-neg-1. W4, a 4-6-7 with a hero. V4, a 4 6 7 two 4-6-7s, sorry. And X3, a half-squad 2-4-7 with an 8-neg-1. W1, a 4-6-8. And Z1, a 2-4-7. Is that right? Is he mm -hmm. there? Right. And his other vehicle is in CC4, limbered and ready to go. Uh, I mean, his gun, infantry gun, the 75 short barrel with a crew, is in CC4, loaded and limbered, and well, I don't know if it has to limber, but... Ready to roll. Yeah, it's a quick setup. It's ready to go. And that's his dispositions, and we'll let Mark talk to you a little bit about what's happening. I took a look at this tonight, trying to decide what I needed to change with my strategy. Last week, I was not moving quick enough, and what I'm trying to do uh, tonight is it looks like the, there's an opening down the western flank, so I'm trying to push units down that way to keep Dave from continually falling back further. I, I don't want him to be able to run to the edge of the board and run me out of turns. So I'm hoping I can uh, run down that western flank, which is weakly defended and, and fairly open, and encapsulate Dave and then squeeze him into the center of the board um, and, and start routing him out of the multi-story buildings from there. And what's your plan with the vehicle now? Um, it, so I finally started using a small. Okay, I think last week I, I wasted too much time trying to use the tank to uh, uh, to shoot, and it just it was not proving effective. And what I'm trying to do tonight instead is uh, is have it lay smoke in, uh, to create a um, a hindrance for a line of sight, and then move troops up behind it, uh, hindering Dave's ability to uh, take pot shots at me. 
as I'm moving up. And that seemed to work really well this turn. So I want to do more of that. I'm still struggling to figure out how to use the infantry howitzers effectively, mostly because there aren't long lines of sight. Um, I was able to use it last week more as a, uh, uh, a maneuver to keep Dave from moving into buildings that I didn't want him in, uh, but I was not able to really to lay any effective fire with him. The, this one howitzer I've got towards the center of the board, I've got a few shots I think I can take with it, hopefully this next turn. To, to start pushing Dave out of some of those stone buildings. All right, and then we'll hear from Dave. Dave Timonen has an R7, a 248 half squad, an ATR, a 458 with a medium and a 9 neg 1, all in R7. Um, he has a T4, a 458. His concealeds in V4 were, of course, revealed last turn, right, Dave? Correct. And over here in T2, he has two dummies on the bottom, and then on top of that, a 458 with a medium machine gun. In S4, he's got that... Commissar. Yet unused. Yep. In S4, and in Q3, a 458 with a broken light concealed and Q5 or 4, 458 with an ATR concealed, Q6, 458 concealed, O8, two concealments, N4, an 80 liter concealed, upper level, level 1, L6, two dummies. Two concealment counters, and J5, another two dummies, two small stacks of dummies way back there. Dave, what's your plan? Okay, well, um, right now I'm still trying to hold him off, um, trying to cover all the spots he had come through. He's got to come through a lot of the open ground. Um, my right flank here um, towards where I'm at in R7, I'm trying to hold that flank as much as possible. Um, but he's got a lot coming. He certainly can do it. Yeah, nine neg one liter, um, a squad, my ATR, and a half squad. It's not a lot on the right side, so I'm a little worried because only I don't have a whole lot over there. Um, I got a couple concealment counters. He doesn't know what's there. I did move two of those concealments to buildings in L7 and K5. I went upstairs, uh, hoping that he's going to chase me up there, waste some time because he doesn't know what's up there. So. Um, I may do that with another squad at some point if I fall back. So he'll have to come up there and chase me because he does have to eliminate me from all these, although there's a lot of turns left. And what happened to the squad that was over here in X1 or was it V1? No, it was... Uh... Yeah, well, in V1 and V2, we had two um, close combats. Uh, one was out in the open. It was a one-to-one, -one, and he took me uh, along with my light, although I did get a half squad of his in V2. Um, with my 458, which is now in T2. So that did win. So 50-50 there, but he did take a squad away. So every you know every squad he takes away from me does hurt, and it's less for me to protect. And he's got no... I think he, everything came back with his. He's got everything... Rallied up. He rallied up everything, and it looks like he's ready to make some serious moves. I, I, I just got to do the best I can to hold him off and, and kind of hold this, hold this uh, ground right here. All right, now with the neutral commentary, it is Dave. I think Mark is too afraid of the... Well, he isn't counting dummy stacks to know... I don't think he realizes that there's... What were there? Three, four sets of dummies out there. So he's much more intimidated than he should be. Mark did well last turn, being pretty aggressive, using the smoke on his vehicle. Dave was adjacent to that vehicle when it pulled in and threw the smoke, but he forgot to check for Molotov to knock that tank out. At the end of this round, I reminded, of course, Dave about the Molotovs and Mark about being able to do the freeze move, and he was asking about overrunning in buildings, and we recommended he try the vehicle bypass freeze move instead. It's it's much safer without falling into the cellar or um, collapsing buildings on you or, you know, getting all that kind of stuff. And in, uh, I think he's in a, 
Mark's in a better position now to move into that building in V2 this turn. I think he should go right into V2 and then maybe advance on that medium. Uh, if he blows through this left flank, the German left flank, over around hex R10, R9, he's going to do a number on Dave. Um, Dave's skulked last turn and then advanced back up mostly. And I think Dave should have moved the two dummy stacks back there in L6 and J whatever and moved them back to the buildings in, you know, um, what is that, G6 or F3 to get even further back from Mark and draw them out. But maybe he's thinking of circling the wagons. Um, yeah, it's been hard for Mark to get his guns in place. I think that's common for everybody in this game. Maybe just keep rolling them down the road until they kind of catch up, but he's loading them on the vehicles, which make them vulnerable. I'm not sure I would do that. And I think Dave should have spread out that group in R7 somehow a little bit. All the eggs in one basket with that vehicle sitting there and lots of Germans coming on that flank. Uh, I guess he could lay a fire lane, yep, with that medium across that open ground or down that road. And we'll see what happens then. And, and Mark also had lost a squad doing a, taking a resid shot somewhere around W2 in that crossing he was trying to get into that building. Just in case you're wondering where that other squad went. There may have been another half squad somewhere, yeah. guys, I don't know. <laughs> of turn 8. Okay, so we're going through the dispositions in P8. We have a 467 with the light. P7, another 467 with the light. Q8, I've got a 467. Q7, I've got an abandoned heavy machine gun. So what happened was, Mark, you had moved to the round the left flank there. Mm -hmm. Dave's group in Q... Q6 over here. Down, and he laid first fire. Got KI'd a guy in Q9, and then he laid subsequent fire in Q8, and you then you ran through Q7, right? An open lane because you moved a guy up to R6 or something, correct? And drew more fire, final protective fire, and then Mark could run everyone up into those buildings. And the guys in Q6 is that six or seven? Sorry, Q7 broke, and they routed to where? They routed into the building behind them in R7. Go ahead and tell us what's in R7. And in R7, I've got a broken 9-neg-1 leader with a uh, 468 elite unit. And the Russian medium and ATR in there. What happened to those boys was, the turn before this, Mark got the critical hit with the tank gun. Got lucky on that one because Dave had a big uh, defensive fortress there that I was really worried about. And that hit... KI'd the leader, then his the Russians broke, then they broke again because the leader lost task check, immediately down to like a half a squad left for Dave. Right. Dan. Brutal. And then you have a tank in same spot, you, or T8? The tank is still in T8, and over in T9, I've got a broken uh, conscript unit, a 436, with a 9-neg-2 leader still trying to rally. S5, I've got a 9-neg-1 leader with a 467. T4, I've got two 467s. Over in uh, T2, I've got a 467 with an 8-neg-1 leader and a 149 hero. And in U2, I've got a 468 with two uh, 247 half squads. Then I've got my other infantry howitzer being towed in V3. I'm leaving the half squad back in Y8 to guard uh, Russian prisoners. And there's an abandoned light machine gun down in Z8. Or did that get knocked there accidentally? Doesn't what? matter. Oh, I think. I think it was with this. Yeah, group. It might we think it's up with um, the T nine broken yeah group in T nine. Yeah, the light is. And that's that. And on the right flank, Dave, he moved back his Russian with the medium machine gun right into S two and got pinned in the street. And then he moved back into that building. And it's moving up a level to make it a little tougher for me to get him out of there. Yeah, an R1. So the right flank crumbled. And then, um, I guess, anything else you want to add about what happened that turn? It was good or bad for you? 
Um, it's two turns. Actually, things went really well for me. I got uh, really lucky with that critical hit, and it's it's actually altered my strategy a little. I was planning on running down the left flank and then squeezing Dave into the center, and now it's really become a, a full frontal assault, both on the Again. left and right flanks. Yes, yes, and Dave has abandoned the, his front line, mm -hmm. and we'll bring down Dave, I guess, now and get his view of things. Okay. Okay, this is Dave here. I am um, telling you what, 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 where I'm at. It's looking kind of grim for me. End of turn eight. Yes. So in P5, I have one squad, my four, five, eight there. Um, and he came from. Or he was always holding out. He was. He was holding. He was in C6. C6 right. So okay. he was the only one who kind of stayed. Stuck. You know, he's the one who's staying back or front, and had survived. I had done a prep fire. It kind of worked out for me. Um, but uh, he's one of only three and a half squads that I have left. And of the three and a half, one is the half squad is broken in upstairs in R1. R1. So my hope is if he doesn't surround me and, and eliminate me, maybe he'll super self rally. And but that's that's a long shot. So really, um, what I did is I ran my commissar with a, a four five eight into J two. He ran all the way back from C4 and as far as in K4 uh, my 458 and an ATR concealed and double timed yeah they ran they ran back from C3 or P3 yeah he snuck along we think Mark had a shot but he didn't see it ran over, over here. from what X from either P7 or P8 crossing about 03. But Dave snuck through 03 and then ran all the way back. And the only other thing I have left, oh, and I still have my um, my hidden guys. I, I kind of put these dummies. in. Dummies. Yeah, dummies. Yep. Um, and J4. Level up on 2. Level 2 and L7. So he level doesn't. Level 2. Right. So he doesn't know what those are, so I'm hoping that he goes and chases them, figures out what they are. Um, and then one last one I have my 80. Uh, leader concealed in M5. Why is he there now? He's kind of been hanging out uh, for more things that broke, but uh, he eventually will probably move back as well. And that's about it, unfortunately. He's got a lot of stuff. Yep, and your strategy from here is? Is more or less I'm going to probably run the rest of these squads um, in these two separate buildings eventually. To where? Uh, probably buildings G3, G4, and... Um, Building G6 F5, probably run upstairs, go to the second level, okay. split up. Um, oh, I can't deploy. Right. That would be nice if I could, but um, that might work. He's got three turns he's left. He's got a, a lot of now. yeah. He's got a he's got to do a lot of running and be aggressive to come get me, and I'm not sure he's going to be able to do that. So that's really only my that's my only strategy at this point because I can't. He's got me way outnumbered. Oh yeah. All right, we'll finish a turn or two and get back to you. <laughs> And it's just Dave and some neutral commentary. Um, I keep thinking Dave's going to make a little group and stay in building K5 and get that commissar in J4 where a few people can shoot at him and he can rally and move up and back and up and back. But I think Dave's right at this point. Running back to the G3 or G6 buildings is a good idea, I guess. Um, we'll see how aggressively Mark can move after him. Uh, I thought for a minute Dave was going to make a stand in C4, uh, and he surprised me, and he did the right thing, which is apparently to run out of there. Had I think he made an original fallback line at C4 with more troops, again, I like that rally spot in P3 in that building, or, you know, but anyway, we'll find out. I think Mark played pretty smart there. Yeah, I don't think I have any any advice much for either of them then. Alright, game in, boys. And Dave, where are your positions? Well, oh, he... nowhere. Okay, done with you. And... <laughs> <laughs> nice commentary. And Mark has... We'll just give you the guys around the last buildings. He's got uh, in, in melee with Dave Timonen's 
squad that went. Go ahead, Dave. Tell and it, yeah, in F three, um, he shot at me. I got snakes. Uh, I went fanatic. Who shot at you? Um, he shot at me with a couple squads. Three squads. Jason, you talking? Or? Yes, Jason on the level one. Of what hex? Hex F three. And you were in hex. I'm sorry. He was in G3. I was in F3. So he came up in G3, up the stairs, three squads, and a I was, leader, a hero. And I was concealed, leader. or I was, I was, concealed. yeah, I was, yeah, I was concealed. I did not shoot at him. I held off. I wanted to use my concealment to help me. And he had a, you had a commissar in there with the squad. Correct. Mark shot with the neg two and the four, six, eight from what hex, Mark? I had a four, three, six, a nine, neg two. Over in uh, G6, that shot across the street. Roll the really low roll. Roll the low roll and expose the commissar. He got a pin check. Pin pass check. Right. Shot on me. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, so got rid of the concealment. Concealment. Oh, yeah, so thankfully it only pinned him, right? Then you took the adjacent shot with the three German squads, and that broke the commissar. Correct. Then Mark went in for melee, hand-to-hand, well, melee, close combat. 14 to 5 yeah. odds yeah. against me. Both of them had a hero. By this time, Dave did heat a battle. So he had a fanatic 4-5-8 with a hero. Got a hero created. And lost it in the last melee roll there in turn 11. German turn 11. And Dave, your other squad moved back to what hex? Where that ATR is? Yeah, uh, H5. And he held out, but he got swiftly surrounded, right? Pretty much surrounded. Um, final protected, I had broken a couple, maybe a squad or two of his, but it didn't matter. He had so many squads that yeah, came in. he was coming in. And yep. he surrounded you, and you broke in the advancing fire. And, and right, failure of the route. He, yeah. And, Mark, how did you get rid of Dave's concealments he had for so long in the game, up on the second level? Uh, by by sending squads up there just to, to check them out. To move in during the movement phase? In, in earlier in the game, I tried doing that by deploying half squads, and I just was not getting the rolls to deploy the half squads, so I ended up sending out full squads on uh, sometimes suicide missions. Early in the game, it cost me heavy. Late in the game, I got lucky and was able to expose some dummy stacks. Yeah, and Mark has a half squad. Dave, would you read off Mark's positions quickly around you? Well, we'll just say uh, they're surrounded. He flooded heads. me. Let's put it that way. But how many has he got left? He's got two half squads. Go ahead and name off some positions quick. Yeah, in G3, he's got a 247. Um, In I4, he's got another 247. H4, a 468. Um, In I5, a 467 with a light. He's got his 9-neg 1 liter in J5. Upstairs. Upstairs, correct. Um, In H6, he's got a 9-neg 1 liter with a 468. Um, in G6, he's got a... You mentioned an, that 9 Meg 2. Yep, okay. The squad. Yep. And then a broken in the... Broken ice. Yeah, broken... I7. 467, yep. And XI7 with a light. Correct. DM, and then his squad up in M7 upper level that went and rooted out the concealed guys that had moved back forward. Right. And went upstairs. And that's the, probably all you need to know. Uh, one, one interesting thing was, Mark, how might have you won the game at the end without even knowing it? Sniper? Yes, he has prisoners of mine. Right now they happen to end up in T9. He took prisoners very early on in the game. And we were talking about how a sniper could go Easily off. would go off, because your sniper's way over here in Hex... So it's in a CC4. Russian sniper would would the only guy first guy only guy you can hit closest guy is that squad with the prisoners, that could easily have turned them up and maybe have won the game. So if you have prisoners, folks, do not leave them back there by the enemy sniper. If not if a multi-man counter can win a game by possessing a building, they'd have to scrounge I think to get weapons, um, before they count as a multi-man counter. But they can scrounge hexes, roll really low. I'd have to look up the rules, and then they gain weapons, and then you put out a um, I believe it's the lowest quality unit, okay. conscript or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he could have won the game on that. Oh. <clears throat> we didn't think about that until the last two, three turns, and then Mark started moving him forward. How else did the game go, gentlemen? I was surprised that the, the guns I had really never came into play. I felt like all I was ever doing was moving them. I, I only had one or two shots the whole game. Uh, early in the game, I was able to use them to cut off a, a line of retreat for Dave. 
But after that, they were just playing catch-up to, uh, to keep up uh, with the infantry. It could never really get in a position where I could get a shot off on Dave. Right. Had Dave made a stand earlier, those guns would have come into play, wouldn't they, very quickly and for many turns. So maybe this one, the Russian has to fall back. Well, unfortunately, in this game, I also, I mean, my guns were actually ineffective just because I broke guns. four. Yeah, my machine guns, my, my mediums, my lights, I broke at least four or five of them. Yes, so, you did. Dave was so tonight, boxcar king. And also, Mark did roll quite a few snake eyes tonight, yeah, so that tonight. did not help me. And um, how many leaders did you try and create tonight on, on snake eyes, self-rallies, Mark? I, I think over the course of the game, I had a chance to create three, at least three leaders, and I, and I got two. Yep. Yeah, and two of them failed, so you had at least four <laughs> snake eyes on self-rallies, uh, as well as those real low three and four die roll shots to break on the IFT table, the Russian. Dave did have horrible rallying. You lost at least a half squad or a squad to yep. Yep. casualty reduction, mm -hmm. in addition to losing all your weapons. Yep. And then, yeah, it makes it real Kind of crumbled, yep. Well, that night, and also I, I think I had at least two critical hits with the tank. Correct. Uh, that it caused is, a lot yes. of damage yeah. for you. One was back where that medium machine gun and light is, Dave mm -hmm. and Hex R7. Correct. That crit was, was critical. And Dave, I thought Dave could have spread out there, but didn't. But that's, you know, he didn't have a lot of places to go from there. To spread out, open ground around it, or forward into S7. I think... Dave, you didn't use your commissar well at all. He never got to rally anybody right? Correct. at all. Correct. Correct. Yep. So, but you did a really nice cover all the fire lanes, fallback defense that obviously took it to turn 11. Yep. It's a good game. Came down to basically the last turn. Now, we, I didn't do my last turn. Of course, I didn't survive here, but. Um, right. It's, it literally took the last move of Marks to move in in the last close combat, and that, and that ended the game. It was close. Darn close. Anything else we want to add, gentlemen? No. Recommend the scenario? Absolutely. It was a fun scenario. Seems yeah. balanced. Yeah. If it came down to the last <laughs> yeah. turn. Yeah, yeah. Let's turn 11, I don't know how you can say it it's not balanced. It could not be more balanced than it <laughs> yeah. came out for us, that's yeah. for sure. All right, then, everybody. We want to remind you to roll low. And, and rally, rally well. well. But, but not, not when you're playing, playing us. Thanks, everybody. Congratulations. Yep. Thank yep. you. Good game. Bye-bye.